Hey everyone, welcome back to the You're Not Finished podcast. My name is Brittany Franklin and I'm the host of this podcast and I am just glad to bring you another episode right before Mental Health Awareness Month comes to an end. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about how mental health can affect your friendships, but before I do that, I want to give you a content or trigger warning. Today, I'm going to briefly mention addiction. So if that negatively affects your mental or emotional well-being, please refrain from listening or listen with caution. So I could be wrong about this, but I don't know that the majority of people take into account the connection between your mental health and the quality of your friendships or even the quantity of your friendships or how your mental health state can impact how good of a friend you can actually be to someone. Um, I didn't honestly think about it until I was in my late 20s, until I started to lose friends because of my mental health issues not being addressed and an addiction to alcohol. I can recall one very significant instance where... I had a friend that I met in 2007, 2008, that I became very close to. Um, We eventually became roommates and then kept in touch after we both left the school that we were attending at the time. While I was attending that school, I became very dependent on and eventually addicted to alcohol. And by the beginning of 2011, my addiction to alcohol had become so out of control to the point where I was drinking about five to six days out of the week. And more than likely as a result of that, unresolved personal issues and at the time, undiagnosed mental illness, my anxiety and depression were just at an all-time high and my dependence on this friendship to solve or, or alleviate my issues was to the point of crossing a lot of boundaries. So... Eventually, that took a huge toll on my friendship with this person to the point that they ended it. No warning, no fights prior or anything like that. They just hit me with some texts and then blocked me. And we haven't spoken since. Now, before I go any further, I want to say that this person was well within their right to end the friendship with me. And in hindsight, they probably should have done it earlier than they did. I think the methodology was kind of trash as far as ending a friendship through text, but the actual need for the separation was more than valid. I didn't realize how much harm my unhealthy habits and behaviors likely caused to her emotional and mental well-being until after our friendship was over. I also want to clarify really quick that no one person is required to be completely healthy or without issue in order to maintain healthy friendships. Like, this is a broken world, and if we're honest, like, Shit happens, and something is bound to be wrong at some point. I think the lesson that comes from my story is that it's important to be self-aware enough to know what certain words and certain behaviors have a negative impact on yourself and on your friendships, as well as having friends who love you enough and are comfortable enough to be honest about when you need help or when what you say and do is harmful. You got to be that kind of friend to other people, too, because that's the thing. Like, the person I was friends with never told me about myself. They revealed that they had talked to a psychiatrist about me, but I personally didn't get that conversation. 
Because I promise you, if they would have said something earlier, I would have done whatever I could to seek the help I needed in order to make things work out for the both of us. But as I implied earlier, I think it's good that the friendship in particular is over. If I didn't imply that, I'm I'm saying that now. And I don't have any hard feelings towards that person. I wish that person the absolute best. And if at any point they listen to this, which I don't think they would, but if you are listening, um, I just want to apologize again for the harm that I caused you. And yeah, I hope you're doing well. Anyway, what's important is um, you really have to be mature enough and love and respect people enough to let them know when something is off so that they can get help and correction and accountability. And that's if they're open to it, because let's face it, some people just aren't open to changing um, or willing to acknowledge that they have an issue. And at that point, you have to make the most mature and healthy decision that's best for you. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that your friendship has to end, but it just maybe means that it has to change. So I want to really quickly provide some insight on how negative mental health or mental health issues or mental health diagnoses can affect friendships. So I'm going to give some information that comes from mentalhealth.org.uk. So it says people with more severe forms of mental illness have smaller social networks than others and have more family members than friends in their social circle. People with smaller social networks with fewer intimate relationships find it more difficult to manage social situations. People with more long-lasting mental health problems often have relationships mainly with other people with mental health problems. And people with mental health problems often anticipate rejection from other people because of the stigma associated with mental health. They may avoid social contact as a form of self-stigma. So taking that into account and just life in general, I think it's easy to forget how valuable friendships are to your mental health and well-being. Either that or for those who struggle with their mental health, the shame, the stigma of the issue or issues that they face causes them to feel like they should isolate until they get better. Um, I used to think that up until very recently. Um, I isolated for like two years um, while keeping like a very few friends around. But a lot of my friendships in the last couple of years kind of fell by the wayside because of uh, my depression and anxiety and just me feeling like I didn't want to, quote unquote, be a burden to anybody or, you know, cause any extra drama or issues. But now I'm a lot more comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable in my friendships and I have friends that I know will be honest with me about my faults, yet gracious enough to know that it's okay that I make certain mistakes every now and again and understand that I will have bad moments due to my depression and anxiety. For my own well-being and based on personal experience, I absolutely refuse to be closely connected to someone who won't tell me the truth or allow honesty in order for us to grow together. 
like we can be cool or whatever. I'm not going to shut anybody out um, unless it's just toxic or unhealthy. But you can't be part of the core if you're not going to be honest. So here's how you can be a better friend to someone who struggles with their mental health. First of all, you assess risk of suicide or self-harm. If somebody is mentioning um, that they are having suicidal thoughts, struggling with suicide ideation, or there's evidence of self-harm or indication of self-harm, then you definitely want to call the local authorities, local counselor, local pastor, if they know how to handle that, that is. Um, Call somebody who has the authority to help them. Don't just try to do it yourself. Um, Leave it to the professionals. Another way is to listen non-judgmentally. Don't try to offer any kind of advice unless they ask for it. Um, Give reassurance and information. Be supportive. Um, In situations where it's warranted, you want to definitely encourage the person to get appropriate professional help, Um, especially if you're close to that person. Um, If you're not as close, I don't know if you would have like the authority or the comfort level to tell someone to get professional help. But um, if you're going to tell them, just make sure you do it in love. And then finally, you want to encourage self-help strategies. So help them search for ways that they can help themselves and be empowered to get through their mental health struggles or those bad moments. Um, That can be extremely helpful. The long story short is I know how important it is to have healthy friendships and how big of a role they play in a person's mental health. Isolation isn't really ideal and it could be extremely damaging to your health and even deadly because you don't have the support and encouragement that you need to stay motivated, to stay alive, to stay healthy. I know it's been tough to stay connected due to COVID-19 and a lot of other things going on in the nation and all over the world, but I absolutely want to encourage all of you guys to check in on your friends, tell someone how much you love and appreciate them, or find a support group or church group, if that's something that you're into, and just watch how rewarding that can be for you. Um, If you need resources as someone who struggles or as a friend or loved one of someone struggling, you can always head over to www.yourenotfinished.com and click the Get Help section. And you can also follow me on Twitter at YNFinished or Instagram at YNFCast. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye.